We pick up our story from the last episode of the seminal 2016 article, The Strange Relationship of Infowars Alex Jones, Donald Trump and Roger Stone where we left off. When we find that the outlets of news and information that we have previously trusted are sorely lacking and perhaps even poisonous to our psychological well-being, where is it that we turn for clarity and trusted sources? How do we assess that tsunami of information headed towards us and ascertain facts from opinion and again reasoned opinion from mere fluff? We all know, deep down, that there was something deeply troubling with the story we were told about the events of 9-11. We don't have to believe in the wilder conspiracy theories about that day and the events leading up to it, to know that something wasn't quite right. Take the YouTube curiosity video from author of Welcome to Terrorland, Daniel Hopsicker, where he interviews Mohammed ATTA's girlfriend, Amanda Keller. You remember that one, right? Oh. Guess you didn't hear about that. We all know some Western governments allowed their populations to somehow believe that Saddam Hussein was in some way responsible for the bombing of the Twin Towers, hence galvanizing public opinion, especially in the USA, in favor of a costly prolonged war. A war that has served as nothing more than to have created today, the exact situation across a huge region of the planet that we were originally led to believe that we were going to confront in the first place. The truth is that that problem wasn't there over a decade ago. We have given birth to a monster, which 15 years ago was but a pregnant demonic specter in the imaginations of the leaders who sent our peers, friends and family members into a war that needn't have been fought. The death and destruction of the lives of hundreds and thousands of men, women, and children. What the hell were we fighting for? It wasn't even for the oil. Before the 2003 invasion of Iraq, Al-Qaeda simply didn't exist in Iraq. It didn't exist in Iraq at all. When we hear a self-proclaimed freedom fighter raising many of the issues which over the last 15 or so years have made us feel uneasy, and often downright angry, it is easy to sympathize and imagine he is speaking for the common man, woman or child. But is he really speaking for us all? Mr. Alex Jones professes to believe in freedom, freedom of speech, and freedom from oppressive government. Alex Jones was an early cheerleader for Edward Snowden, who so fearlessly exposed the invasion of our Western governments into our personal lives via digital means. Now Mr. Jones has moved his allegiances to back prospective Republican presidential nominee, Donald Trump. And what is Donald Trump's view on Edward Snowden and how he should be dealt with? He believes Snowden should face trial and perhaps execution. Donald, let's talk about Eric, uh, Edward Snowden. He was the one who dominated coverage over the weekend. You know, spies in the old days used to be executed. Uh, this guy is uh, becoming a hero in some circles. Now, I, I will say with the passage of time, even people that were sort of liking him and maybe trying to go on his side or maybe dropping out. I grew up in the American military, Mr. Trump, and I totally agree with you. I think anybody that does anything against this country should be taken to task for that. Now, as Jones was originally calling the government traitorous for their snooping, as exposed by Snowden, how does he square that with support for someone that is calling for increased surveillance and the execution of a fellow patriot and freedom fighter? A man who was upholding his oath to the Constitution? Join us for the next episode of The Strange Relationship of Infowars Alex Jones, Donald Trump, and Roger Stone. Soon.